Again, thank you to all those who have been a part of it so far, and we continue it now here on the Full Court Press. Joining us live in studio, which is pretty cool, Gary Wilkinson, one of two All-Americans from the front court in the big man era. Uh, Gary, thanks for your time, my man. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on. He was also the WAC Player of the Year. Don't leave that out. That's true. I, I guess I, I mean I know Gary. You don't like to talk about yourself or hear about yourself. <laughs> we can go through your list of accomplishments if you really want yeah. to. It is a uh, it is a very impressive list to say the least. That'd be a short segment. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, one of the best again. One of the best to ever do it. Uh, he uh, first team all whack in 09, second team all whack in two thousand eight. He was a whack. All-newcomer in 08 as well. Third-team All-American in 2006 and a two-team first-team, two-time first-team All-SWAC uh, in 2006-2007. Uh, so let's start there. What was your journey like to come to Utah State? How did that process go? Yeah, we could fill a That's a long a story whole, in and of itself. Yeah, but uh, basically the, the Cliff Notes version dropped out of high school, you know, found my way Found my way back uh, on onto solid ground. I uh, came home from LDS Mission. Decided I didn't want to pay for school. I was really tall, so I said, you know, maybe I'll play basketball. Got a scholarship at uh, Salt Lake Community College, <clears throat> and um, things just went up from there. Uh, got recruited all over the country, and you know, Utah State was the best fit for us, so we came up and decided to be Aggies. Well, when was your who first recruited you to Utah State? Uh, let's see. It would be Coach Ware. It was kind of a team effort. So I'd hear from Coach V, Coach um, Verlin, Coach Derrier, and Coach Ware um, just throughout my time at, at uh, Slick. But I think that they weren't sold on me at first. They were kind of still deciding whether it was going to be me or Adrian Sturt from uh, Snow College, but he didn't uh, obviously end up there. So, What was your first interaction with Stu Morrill? Let's see. Um, to think back about that, I think I don't. I think I heard from Coach. I didn't actually meet Coach till my recruiting trip. Um, I came up and watched a couple games, and uh, then on my recruiting trip, I sat in his office and and I was this guy's intimidating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he, he. You know, I Coach Coach didn't really. He wasn't a salesman. You know, he didn't try to, he left that up to the other coaches. And so when you, you got in to talk with coach, you kind of just knew he meant business. And I liked that. I was ready. I was ready for that. But, uh, he, he was intimidating. I was, I was scared of coach until years after I was done playing at Utah state. Now I'm, I can approach him in a bit different, but, uh, <laughs> but he's an intimidating guy. Is he real? I mean, I guess as a coach, did you, cause he, I've heard stories how like players would be able to like, kind of sit down and have conversations as when they were playing for him. That would be non-basketball related. Did you ever have a conversation like that? You don't have to go into deep detail if you don't want to, but did you ever have a conversation like that with him? <laughs> I tried. Uh, well, I uh, so at, when I transferred from Slick, um, so to answer your question, not not really. No, okay. um, But there was one conversation. Where, so all freshmen and transfer students had to do uh, study study time of combined student athlete study time. Mm. But I transferred from Slick with like a three nine, and I and I'm like I don't want to go to that. I can do it on my own, and it's just a waste of my time. So I created this whole um, spreadsheet of why I don't have to go to <laughs> study time, and and so I scheduled a meeting with them. So 
So I get in there and I, I was up and I was nervous and I go in and I hand him the sheet that I had taken, you know, a good amount of time to prepare. He took like three seconds look at the title and said, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to study time. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, you were a part of some pretty special teams when you were here. You guys had a great run of success in the Western Athletic Conference. Um, it, it seemed like there were great battles that were going on at that time. Nevada was a great team. Uh, there were other some pretty good teams in the conference, but uh, are there are there games or at least or uh, opponents that stand out the most in your mind when you reflect back on your your playing days? Yeah, um, I think one of Fresno my my senior season, so that'd be oh eight oh nine. We played Fresno at Fresno, and we were right on the cusp of breaking top twenty, top twenty five. Thing is that, and uh, it was kind of a must-win game for us to kind of define our season, and we uh, we battled hard, and we were up by three with like point six seconds left, and then uh, Sylvester say hit this. I couldn't even hit that shot if I shot it a hundred times, and he did it with like point six left from like the free throw line of the of his side of the side. court. Yeah, and uh, we battled through that one, and we ended up winning, and then the, to win the uh, whack, uh, tourney title, uh, against Nevada was a huge game. And coach would always say during the year, like about January or February, I no longer coach this team. It's your team. And, uh, you guys are, are in control and you take responsibility. And I remember in timeouts during that game, like he couldn't even get a word in edgewise because we were talking so much about what needed to happen. We just, we just rolled and, uh, you know, that was that was just a, a a nod to to the quality of guys that Coach Morrill would recruit up here and and his staff. I mean, they they just pulled in guys that just wanted to win and were willing to dedicate themselves to do it. So um, those are a couple games I could I could go through a through pretty much every home game that we that we played because we won them all while I was here. So it was impressive. Nineteen in a row. You guys won nineteen in a row. It was some about Stu Morrill and conference winning streaks that made him so legendary. Here in Aggie, and this is again uh, 19 in a row, which included, as you said, wins, two wins over Fresno State, uh, a gutsy win over Nevada. Uh, you beat New Mexico State, who was a thorn in the Aggie side for so many years, and you beat them not once but twice, including in the tournament. You guys beat them by one in that semifinal game. Do you remember that one, the conference semifinal? Yes, I, I do, and I and I have to say that Tyler Newbold was the hero. I mean, I don't that, remember this. This that guy was unbelievable. So we were we were down by one. No, we were da- we were up by one. We fouled um, Nevada. No, excuse me, New Mexico State had the ball. We fouled uh, Young. I think it was Young. So he's at the line. He makes the first. See, he puts him up by one. For I can't remember. Anyway, they went, ended up being up by one, but he missed the second free throw, and uh, it went over my head. And so I missed the box out. It was like my fault. And Tyler Newbold comes flying in, <laughs> grabs the rebound, jump ball, our ball. We get into a timeout. We run the play for Ty. Ty gets the ball, run. They double team him. He kicks it to Tyler Newbold in the corner. Tyler knocks down the jumper from the corner to, to put us in the lead to win the game. Newbie was, was it, he's like the unsung hero. He's one of my favorite teammates of all time. He just did, <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> he just did everything for us. So. Uh, you guys, Gary, it's interesting looking at the pattern of these stats. Sorry, Eric. Uh, you 
Stat-wise, by the way, looking at the box, per game stat totals, Gary Wilkinson, Jared Quayle. In totals, Gary Wilkinson, Jared Quayle. Per 40 minutes, Gary Wilkinson, Jared Quayle. In advanced stats, Gary Wilkinson, Ty Wesley, then Jared Quayle. It seemed like there was always three or four guys, really, that were the core to helping this team become as great as they were that season. Is that, is that, would you correct that as fair, or would you say that there was more to the team than what we saw? Yeah, I think that's, I mean, those are the guys that, that kind of shouldered the load offensively. I know I definitely did not do that defensively. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but like I, I said, you know, Tyler Newbold was a guy that just did everything for us. And so he, he, he led the nation in assist to turnover ratio uh, as a three uh, my senior year. So, and that stat doesn't really get you much attention, but is actually is quite a representation of your ability to, to carry, carry a load. So, um, but you know, obviously Ty was fantastic as a basketball player. He did so much. And then Jared was all over the court. And so, I mean, there, there's so many on that team. And then, you know, Pooh stepped up in the WAC tournament and he guarded Armand Johnson during the, the, oh, and he okay. shut him down, which was a huge, uh, game plan and he just did it he just did a great job so there are there are there are players who stepped up at different times maddie formasano knocked in a game winner in santa barbara so it was just it was always a team effort with us we always kind of find a way to do it as a team in that the uh, end of that 08 09 season you guys do get an ncaa invite you end up going just up the road you have to go far mm. it's a venue you're familiar with and uh you battle marquette it was a back and forth game Describe how that game played out, and just you were so close to breaking through and getting another NCAA win for the for the team that just eluded and continues to elude Utah State. Yeah, that I mean, it was a dark, dark day in my life. <laughs> but uh, we we had it. I mean, during the course of the year, when we would when we would uh, you know work out wins, um, it would end up being we'd grind out a game, and then with about four or five minutes left, we'd start to be up four, five, six points, and then we would just have the character to, to ride it out. And that's exactly what happened. We were up, I think there was four minutes left, we were up by six, and that's where we wanted to be. They came back, hit a few shots, and we ended up being down by three with like 25 seconds left. I got the ball at the top of the key, <laughs> took a dribble, stepped back, three, and it felt so good, but I faded away just a little bit, shot was short, we lose. And uh, it was brutal. I mean, I, I, Coach Morrill, like, it was tough. We we were a team, like, we beat Marquette. We are poised because that conference, the, the way that the schedule was working out, they, we had good mat- matchups along the way. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Jared fouled out at the end of the game, which hurt us. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, I uh, that. That, and he was playing spectacularly. I mean, he, he played really well that game. And uh, that just kind of, you know. I don't think too in depth about that. It still frustrates me. You know, Coach brought up, a, and, I, and I hate to kind of stay on it, but he brought up an interesting uh, scenario where I guess there's a ball that was shot, and if it grazes the rim, if I'm not mistaken, then it goes, I think, right into your hands. Instead, it's an air ball, and it goes into a Marquette player hand, and he ends up going to the other side and knocking down a bucket, and it kind of just snowballs from there. Instead, if, if that grazes off the rim, it goes into Gary's hand, and he has a wide-open layup, and you're up eight now with, like, two and a half minutes left or something like that, 
and the game's probably over. Like he he says he like plays that game in his mind over and over and over again. He says it's the most heartbreaking loss he ever suffered in his career. Well, yeah, I, and I can I can agree with that. I, I I haven't watched the game. My wife says it was the darkest day in our marriage because I was just riding the bus home, and then yeah, I mean it was it was just we were rolling. We had a great great momentum. We had an unbelievably talented basketball team. We were all you know. We all got along so well, and it was just you know one of those things where we wish you could have it back and do it over again. Yeah. One of the things that we've been asking uh, these uh, interviews with above-average former Aggie basketball See? players <laughs> is just what did you do after Utah State? When it was all said and done and you couldn't don the Aggie jersey anymore, uh, you got to go play a little bit more afterwards. You know, yeah. So tell us a little bit about that journey. Yeah, so I curled up in the fetal position first. When we <laughs> the we then, can't blame you for that. And then, and then, uh, so I, I went down to to Las Vegas, started my NBA workouts. I flew out to, to a few teams: Lakers, Warriors. Played summer league with the Jazz. Um, got invited to vet camp. Didn't I knew I wasn't going to make the NBA squad. Had a great offer in South Korea, so I went to South Korea, then Greece. Uh, then three years played in the Australian league. We won two championships there, went to Estonia, won a championship in Estonia. We played in a league that played all over Europe and then, um, decided to go to law school, but I took the LSAT, had to wait a year. So I went back to Australia to play one more season cause I couldn't just sit around and uh, spend my money and then, uh, came back and went to law school at the university of Utah. Um, but, uh, it was, you know, I wouldn't trade playing overseas for anything. It was just a phenomenal experience and to be immersed in those cultures. I actually ended up playing with Spencer Nelson in Greece. Oh. Um, and uh, that was a fun experience. Got to know him and his family really well. And, um, and then just living in these places was, was great. Uh, I, I love Eric always asks this question. I got to ask it. Favorite Stu Moral story? <laughs> there, there are quite a few. Some of them can't be repeated on the radio, but um, we had my sophomore, not sophomore, my junior year. Uh, Coach Morrill was was not pleased with us and giving us the business in practice. <laughs> and JC uh, is down tying his shoe, listening to Coach Morrill go on. But Coach Morrill is backing up as he's yelling at us, or or not yelling at us. Firmly explaining, <laughs> firmly explaining things to us, and uh, he didn't see see JC, so he tripped backwards over JC <laughs> onto the ground. And Stu's Stu's a big guy; he's a big guy, so he went down hard. And JC's just like, and we were all terrified of what was about to happen. I walked over, I like help him up off the ground. Practice moves on, and then uh, he came into the the team room the next day before film and he started off and say, I know that everyone in this room is deathly afraid of me because not one person cracked a smile when I fell yesterday. (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) That's so true. But, uh, that, that that was, that was a good one. Um, but he was, I loved playing for that guy. Are are you able to, we're not going to ask you to do it in here, but are you able to mimic the sweep dance? I I am not I am not I I, I saw it a couple <laughs> times in my career. He uh, he foretold that he was going to do the sweep dance when we won at Boise State my junior year. That's 
uh, when we won the WAC, and uh, he he and uh, he did the sweep dance, and it was it was you know ten years ago was a time before we had cell phones as as great as they are, but uh, I don't know if anyone after me ever caught the sweep dance on film, but I think you could probably sell that for, <laughs> for a good chunk because it's. It's it eludes so many people. I get asked about, so well, tell me about the sweep dance, and I'm just like, y- you have to be there. You just have to be there and see see Coach Moore, and especially at that time because Coach didn't show you when he was happy too often, you know. And so those are one of the times where you're just like, he's happy, and and if he if if Coach Moore was happy, we're all happy. So, <laughs> what's the, who's the best player you ever faced in your college career? I mean. Just trying to think. I mean, Paul George was at Fresno State when oh I was a gosh. senior. Um, but I, w- I mean, I didn't, I didn't look at him as like a player as like, oh, he's just so dominant, you know. Um, JaVale McGee was was super talented. Um, Where was he at? Nevada. He was in Nevada. In Nevada. With Armand Johnson and Luke Babbitt, or after Luke Babbitt. Um, I'd have to say probably Luke Babbitt was was super talented, oh, and he was tough. He worked hard. Um, Magnum Roll at LaTeX was really good. So those are the guys that I remember. Battling. Do you still watch Aggie basketball to this day? Do you keep up date with them, or you kind of separate yourself? From no, them? no, I don't separate myself from them by any means. I, I, uh, I have five kids at home, but I, I catch, I catch up with it. if I don't go to the game or try to watch the game, I make sure that I catch up on the stats. And Ty and I have a basketball camp up over here every year oh. that we. Uh, we invite the Aggie players to come and, and oh, work cool. the, work out with the kids. And, and Coach Morrill is always good with us to help us have players, and, and Coach Smith's always been good with us to help us have players. So I keep try to try to keep in touch with, with, with people up there. So last question for me. Sam Merrill is on pace to maybe break or the 2,000-point barrier mark on Saturday night with the anniversary of Wayne Estes. Uh, Sam Merrill, J.C. Carroll, do you see any similarities, comparisons? I know a lot of people like to compare those two players. What do you see out of Sam? What do you see? From what you saw from JC, yeah. So <clears throat> Sam, Sam is super talented. I think he has his all-around game is is something that's that's really impressive. I was actually just out in Spain two weeks ago with JC, oh. hanging around and, and and going around, and he's shown me what life's like for a European superstar. But uh, <laughs> he uh, JC is probably he, I played with JC and another guy named Kirk Penny who went to the Final Four at Wisconsin. I played with him in Australia two best scores I've ever played with mm-hmm. guys could just fill up the stat sheet like nobody's business. And, um, JC, like he's got that killer mindset that it, it's really rare to where you can just, he's, and it's not a knock on him. He could shoot 10 times and miss every shot and take the next shot without feeling bad about it, which is, it's a great quality to have as a score. Um, I, I had a limit amount of shots so I started to feel bad which I wish I didn't have but uh it was my, my teammates may not have thought so but it was there um so but Sam's all-around game defensively he's a two-way player like you you put him on your best player on defense you put him and he's your best player on offense he's a guy that can pass the ball and uh I I've really loved watching Sam play and develop as a player I've, I'm really impressed with with the steps that he's taken and his and I know I know how much work it takes to play at that level I mean I remember, uh, so my senior year, I was the preseason uh, player of the year for the Western Athletic Conference, and you put a lot of pressure on you. I mean, I don't play basketball, and, and I know Sam doesn't, to, to win those individual awards. You want to you win. and and uh, But there's a lot of pressure to be that, 
and each game makes a difference with that and trying to deal with that pressure and, and stay focused and stay driven and stay unselfish and committed to your team. That's a lot as a player. So I've been extremely impressed with his poise and his ability to kind of weather that storm. Gary, it's been an honor and a pleasure. Uh, thank you for uh, spending some time with us. We really appreciate it. And thanks for all you've done for Utah State University. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming down. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah, thank it's, you. It's, it's fun to catch up with the former great ones. It's amazing. See what they're doing now and the memories of uh, when they played. It's been a ton of fun. So thank you for coming yeah. down and joining us, thanks, being a part guys. of it.